Before we get started, I have an important message. If you're on Medicare or about to be, you don't want to go it alone. And you don't want to just call the first guy who sends you a postcard. My husband did that, and he wound up with some bad advice that costs us a penalty each month that will never go away. So what can you do? Contact one of our member experts by going to certifiedmedicareagents.com and searching your state for an agent. You'll be able to look through our member agents and read about them. Then you can reach out to the agent or broker you select directly through the site. Now, one thing you should know is other sites who do this sell your information to 15 or more agents so you can get hundreds of unwanted phone calls. Not so with CertifiedMedicareAgents.com. You'll only be contacted by one agent, and if there is a problem, I may personally reach out to you, but generally you will only hear from the one agent you select. So head on over there right now before you forget and find a qualified and certified agent that can help you today. Now, let's start our program. Oh my gosh, today's episode of Rock Your Retirement with TJ Barnes is so jam-packed full of information, there's no way that I was able to get it all written down for you. However, I did write down the 10 foods that can prevent hearing loss, and you can get it by going to rockyourretirement.com slash hearing foods. But let me tell you, this is not all that TJ talked about. So you're definitely going to want to grab a pen and a pad of paper if you have a loved one with hearing loss, because you're going to want to take notes on today's episode. Talking with people about how to have a great retirement. This is the Rock Your Retirement Show. We don't talk about money, but we talk about almost everything else you need to rock your retirement. Now, here's your host, Kathy Klein. Welcome to Rock Your Retirement, and it's Kathy. Today I'm sitting down with Teresa, who's also known as TJ Barnes, and she's a registered nurse, a keynote speaker, a consultant trainer, and she actually created a symbol that's used on hiking trails, biking trails, and businesses that show people that there might be somebody there that is hearing impaired. And this is really near and dear to my heart because my mother has been deaf since she was 12 years old. So TJ, Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kathy. So tell me about how you came up with the idea to create this symbol. Well, I was skiing down a ski slope, and I was the only adult driver for about five different teenagers. And what happened was, is at the end of the day, it was a beautiful day, and some giant man came crashing into me from behind, and he didn't say he was sorry, didn't offer to help me get up. And then when I shared that story and another story with one of my neighbors, then my neighbor said, wow, they can't see hearing loss. And I went, oh, one of the major senses in life, and people can't really see it. One percent of the population is deaf, and the other 10 percent of the population is hearing impaired, which I am. And I've had hearing loss since my since birth, so I didn't really know that other people couldn't see it because it's just something I've always dealt with. So I came up with this logo to help people see hearing loss, 
and then to help businesses become hearing impaired businesses. And I actually teach webinars and presentations so that people can learn what foods you need to prevent hearing loss or improve it by 42%. So it's, wow. uh, yeah, I mean, so I'm rocking my retirement. <laughs> That's great. So you're actually retired, but you do um, presentations to the general public I to do. help people. Okay, so that's great. And and for those of you who don't know this, I actually met Teresa at an event that the hearing experience here in San Diego put together. And I thought that she would make a great interview, especially considering the fact that my mother is deaf. And this is an issue that's very near and dear to my heart. So thanks again for coming on the show. You're welcome. So you came up with this symbol. And, and I have to tell you, I haven't really seen, unless it's the symbol that I'm thinking of, but I think the symbol that I'm thinking of tells you that there are devices available at a location for you to be able to wear when you go to church or when you go to a theater. Sometimes they have hearing devices, but that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about a symbol that alerts people to be careful that someone can't hear them coming up behind them. Yeah, the concept is, is we, could, uh, we who are hearing impaired can basically wear a lapel pin on the front if we go to business meetings or if we go to church or we go to different places or even walking around that basically says, basically recognize hearing impaired. Or those people who love us, that want to support us, they can say, recognition for hearing impaired, okay? And then the same concept, if somebody is cycling down 101, I happen to live in Carlsbad, California, uh, you can't see that that person in front of you when you're dinging your little bell, that they can't hear you when you're going to pass around them. So they equally can wear a logo that I've created that's on my website. They can wear it on their back. And then that would say recognize hearing impaired. And all their buddies and friends can say recognition for hearing impaired. That is an awesome idea. Absolutely yeah. awesome idea. And, and we because also can have... Whoops, Sorry, I, I do interrupt sometimes because I am hearing impaired, which is one of the things that hearing impaired people do. No, that's good to know because, you know, my mother does that too, but she tends to just, now my mother is a lot more deaf than you are. We could not be having this conversation. She's 80% deaf and oh. she was born hearing uh, Okay. and she had a high fever when she was a young girl. The story is, although my mother keeps changing the story, but the story is that when she was 12, they had recently moved and she had a high fever and her parents thought that she was faking being sick. And so oh. they didn't turn to the doctor and she wound up losing her hearing and now she's about 80% deaf. So Has she gotten a cochlear implant or hearing aids or anything like that? She uses hearing aids and she thinks she's good at reading lips. Well, you know, one of the things that I do do is I teach a couple of different classes and one of them is actually how to uh, interact with the hearing impaired person with not hurting their feelings because one of the personality types that we have is usually very sensitive and especially some child that has grown up with hearing loss. And hearing loss is the leading birth defect as well as it's the leading disability. There is basically somewhere between 43 million and 56 million of us that are hearing impaired. And there's only 2.4 million wheelchair users. That's it, you know. And so I want to attract that customer in so that people feel comfortable going into places like restaurants or Nordstrom's to improve their customer service so that they can recognize us and basically give us better service so we'll spend more money if they don't have all that sound system in there because when we wear our hearing aids, we can't really hear the person around us because it, it interferes too much. 
And it doesn't matter if your hearing aid costs $10,000 or if they cost $500. The noise still interferes with that. We don't really have a place in a restaurant that we can sit down to eat that's quiet. The hearing able, you know, the servers in there, if they listen to any sound over 85 decibels, they can blow out their hearing, you know. So it's really a, a health concern. It's a silent epidemic. It has attacked one out of five of our teenagers and one out of 14 for our Gen Xers. So it's no longer just an older person's problem anymore, which is what it used to be considered as. I'm a boomer myself. You know, I'm a retiree. And it's a shame that people still have to pay for this because it is a medical device. Right. It is not covered by Medicare. No, it's not covered by health insurance at all. And to see those little school-age children that can't get hearing aids, something needs to turn around. Something needs to change. And one of the things that Walter Kelly, through the hearing experience, is doing is he's going to revolutionize that aspect of the business because there's just no sense in people, you know, they cost high and low, but at the same time, they should be considered a medical device where insurance companies have to pay for them. That's a whole other issue. We do have bills right now up in the state assembly pertaining to looping, but also pertaining to possibly getting a network of people to help us to change those laws in reference to getting health insurance for our hearing aids. Because every three or four years, if you have to replace them, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Wait, they only last three years? They only last somewhere between three to four years. I mean, that's it, because they're little teeny microchip computers, basically, and they process the sound and help it go through your ear. But yeah, usually they only last that long. And for some reason, they get stolen or the dog bites them or somebody leaves them in their pocket and they go through the wash machine or the shower or whatever, or you go in the swimming pool accidentally or somebody pushes you inside the swimming pool. So that's why it'd be good for people to wear something so other people know that you have a device inside your ear that they might not normally see. I mean, if we were in a wheelchair, you'd never consider pushing somebody inside a pool. Right. But I've been pushed in a pool a couple of (laughs) times. I've been pushed in the ocean uh, as well. Uh, Luckily, I didn't have my hearing aids in. And the other thing is, is for the older person, it's like any other organ. If you don't use it, you lose it. Okay, basically, because a lot of people can't afford them, they don't wear them because it causes isolation, it causes depression, it causes less social interaction, causes diabetes and health problems. And it's the third worst chronic condition after heart problems and arthritis. And yet very few people know about hearing loss except somebody like you who has a mom who's deaf. I mean, or almost deaf. And that's the other thing that needs to be tweaked. I'm not deaf, nor is she. If we can still use hearing aids, we're not deaf. And the deaf do have their culture. So they're, they're, they're included and they have inclusion. But those of us who are hearing impaired, we're just, we're not of the hearing world totally. And we're not of the deaf world. We're kind of like in no man's land. And what I want to do, yeah, I want to create a culture of consideration and for recognition for the hearing impaired person, a high movement, hearing impaired. And for those of you who can hear, I'm going to call you the hearing able. So you're going to be ha 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 with me all the way. (laughs) (laughs) That is cute. You know, we have to have fun with it. This logo that I've created, I want it to be just like the Susan Coleman breast cancer logo. I want it to be where people see hearing loss and we have fun with it. And it's an okay thing. I mean, it just is what it is. And for those people who can prevent hearing loss and wonderful, let's do that for them by basically turning up the quiet, decreasing the sound, creating spaces for people where they can hear with their hearing aids and attracting them as business customers 
and in wellness programs, teaching them how to interact with those who are hearing impaired, as well as what foods to eat to improve your hearing you know, or prevent hearing loss totally. Well, what do you mean what foods to eat? So there are foods that you can eat that pre- that help prevent hearing loss? I've never heard of that before. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a Swiss study, and as an RN, if I give you a number, it's accurate. <laughs> so, okay. You know, uh, there's a, there's been a couple different studies pertaining to that. But with the Swiss study, it was an increase by 42%, and a Japanese study was done by 21%. So you can eat things. The main product that they used in the Swiss study was cranberries, but in particular, cranberry tea. Not our Oceanside cranberry juice that comes inside the thing, but cranberry tea. Because cranberry has been shown to be an extremely powerful antioxidant when when it's brewed in a natural form. It's really wonderful. Dark chocolate is another one, believe it or not. Because anything you can do to decrease your stress, if you decrease your stress, that increases the circulation in your ear. Ginkgo biloba is something that you can take as far as natural things, salmon, lamb, dark chicken meat, not the other. And preferably, if you can, use non-GMO products, you know, across the board. And then tuna is another one. And then uh, we, we live here in California, but trout, if you have an opportunity to eat trout, then that's really good. And then you have bananas and peanuts. So it's almost like a heart healthy diet, but not quite. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. That's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I actually give webinars on this. Okay. So if I had dark chocolate with cranberries in it, would that be helpful? Oh, that would be extremely <laughs> helpful. Yeah. But just remember to don't eat too many of those because, yeah, we do need to keep our bodies active and moving. And there are even yoga moves that you can do, like the tree pose and uh, downward dog and and a couple of different ones where you uh, move your neck. I'm not a yoga expert, but there are yoga exercises you can do for that and deep breathing as well. And then uh, there is a little place on your foot where you can get massage for reflexology, and that will help it as well. You know, so there's all kinds of things that we just haven't heard about yet to make a pun on words. That's actually really interesting. I mean, who knew that <laughs> what is, you eat yeah. could affect your yeah. hearing? Yeah, that yeah. is pretty awesome. Thank you for sharing that. In addition to having a deaf mom, I also have an animal that lives with me that's been living with oh. me since 1990 uh-huh. that can get up to 110 decibels. Wow. And it's a Moluccan cockatoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so when we moved into our house, we soundproofed his room. So you can still hear him when he screams, but it doesn't make your ears bleed like it did before. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing is even on your phone now, we have apps and I am creating apps for other products, but we have apps on your phone that you can actually record the decibels. So if you're someplace that you're curious about how it is, OSHA says that you don't want any, they say 90, but they have done, you know, more case studies on this where anything over 85, you don't really want to to listen to. And the other thing you want to do, play on a personal level, take A, C, D, and magnesium because that helps with noise-related hearing loss. And if you don't have any hearing loss yet, then that will keep it since you've got your animal that screeches at 120. A, C, E, and magnesium protects against noise-related hearing loss. Well, that's good to know. And the other minerals are potassium, magnesium, folic acid. 
And the cochlear um, is in your ear. It's like the microchip of your of your ear. It basically functions really well with zinc, you know, so zinc is one of them. The sound comes through, and by the time it gets to there, most ears, when they're normal, have 22,000 cilia or hair cells that float around in there. They capture sound, and then they transfer it into electrical energy, and they send it off to the brain. And if for some reason you listen to any sound that is too loud, and you blow that particular hair cell out, then that sound bounces around in the ear, and it looks for its sound. And when it does that, that causes ringing in the ear or tinnitus or tinnitus, whichever way you want to enunciate it. And there are things like ring stop to stop that. And then uh, the other thing is there's alpha lipidic acid. And then there's also a prescription called repetamide. So it's R-E-B-A-M-I-P-I-D-E. But you have to have a Uh, a doctor's prescription for that one. Let's talk about preventing hearing loss. So here in San Diego, we have, now not every community has this, but here in San Diego area, we have free concerts during the summer. Okay. And some of these concerts that I've been to are really loud up at the front where the speakers are. Now, I have a hard time hearing, not because I have any actual hearing loss. I have a hard time when there's a lot of noise Mm-hmm. in the room mm-hmm. for me to be able to differentiate between what you're saying and the noise. So when I go to a concert, I usually like to sit in the back, not near the speaker so that I can mm-hmm. still talk to you. Okay. But what I've noticed are people with itty bitty babies and toddlers right up front next to the speakers. Yeah, That can't be good, can it? Well, no, I personally feel that just like we have for tobacco and other, basically there should be a warning there to warn them about that because hearing loss is something that it's just not on the radar screen yet. I mean, it's just not there. What people can do when they go to concerts, uh, because if you listen to any sound that you know, too loud, uh, then what it will do is it can blow out the eardrum. And I know Mm -hmm. of several cases that that's happened to, people that it's happened to. And Mm -hmm. what happens is is you can go to to different people, like an audiologist or a hearing aid dispenser, and you can get a custom ear mold made. And what that will do... For your children. For your your children, children, for you, you for everybody you know, (laughs) and and it's like $100, okay? So it's not too much, you know, if you stop and think that it's going to be a defining quality of your life. And what that will do is any sound that comes through your ears, you'll still be able to hear, but nothing louder than 70 decibels will be able to get in. And so you can be with jackhammers, you can be uh, motorcycle riding is one of the worst ones because they have the wind factor, believe it or not along with the concert. So you can you can actually get these custom-made earplugs. Online, there's a thing called also called Peace, P-E-A-C-E, earplugs. But I think it's better to have one custom-made where you have somebody who specializes in that field, even an ENT doctor or an audiologist or a hearing aid dispenser, so somebody that really specializes in that. I don't know if that would work with a cockatoo. The cockatoo doesn't have an ear. He has a hole in his head. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and I don't think they go deaf because they're the ones making the noise. You know, they make, 
they make us go deaf. And actually, I mean, I'm telling you, they get really loud. I'm so yeah. lucky that we were able yeah. to soundproof this yeah. room. Yeah, well, I think that's a really good idea. There's a lady named Marion Downs, and she is known as the mother of audiology. And it took her 40 years to get newborn screening done in every state in the United States. Individuals or babies' speech is greatly affected, and their education is greatly affected. They can't hear. And so she's created that particular device. And so she did write a quote that says, wearing a lapel pin to identify those with hearing loss is an excellent idea. It will inform others that it will be helpful to speak clearly, clearly, to speak face-to-face, but no need to raise their voices. Oh, that is such, let me tell you something. When I was a little girl, I used to interpret for my mother. Wow. Um, so you know ASL? No, she doesn't know it either. I just would, like on the phone, I would take the phone calls and then I would tell her what the people were saying. And yeah. one of her pet peeves is people who mumble because, she, like I said, she thinks she's good at reading lips, but she's really not. I don't know that anybody is really that great at it. She says she catches about 90% of what people say, and in reality, it's about 35 or 40%. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, her pet peeve was somebody would talk like this and they would say something. And, mm-hmm. and, and then my mom would say, could you please repeat that? I'm deaf. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go away from the microphone. And then they, they yell kind of like this and they, you couldn't understand them. And so she'd say, you don't have to yell, just enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, part of the thing is, is with the class that I teach, sometimes the hearing able do get frustrated with us because you don't know what volume to talk at. And my daughter also suffered like you did because she didn't know either. So she has interpreted for me as well. But the thing is, is it's better to, if you think you've heard them say something, then you repeat it back to them, whatever it is you heard, and then to make it clear. A friend of mine said, well, I learned today how to get an avocado right, R-I-P-E. Today I heard, do you know how to get an avocado white, W-H-I-T. That's what I heard. So my response to him was when he said, how do you get an avocado ripe? I said, oh, you bleach it. And if he didn't know me better, he would have thought, well, she's cute. She's blonde, but there's not much up there. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's part of the problem. And just recently after I gave a presentation with uh, Cochlear America, I met a young lady, 47 years my junior, who graduated from Santee, a school out in Santee area in, in California. And they are still missing children in school environments that have hearing loss and they don't know. So we need to take this to the next level because May is Better Hearing Month nationally. And in October, we acknowledge disabilities. So it's those two months when we really need to do something pertaining to this. And I appreciate your letting me be on the radio with you to learn more. And if people want to hear more, basically they can go to www. Here, H-E-A-R, communication, C-O-M-M-U-N-I-C-A-T-I-O-N.com, or they can call me. And I have two numbers. I have an 800 number, which is 800-491-9483 and 858-222-7228. And I am on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all that. I also hashtag you know, so I'm right there with the millenniums, and the millenniums are the ones I want to really get to. But 
It's uh, Teresa Barnes, RN. LinkedIn, it's here, Teresa Barnes, RN. Is all of that also on your website? It's all on my website, yes. They can just go to your website. They don't have to write. It's just www.herecommunication. And that's singular, not plural, correct? It's singular. Products that are coming out are just going to be here, see, dot com. If you have somebody in your family, if you're retired out there, and you find that they're getting more and more isolated. They're getting more and more withdrawn. They, their health is going down the tubes. It might not be Alzheimer's. It might not, you know, with Parkinson's you can see it, but it might not be Alzheimer's. It might just be that they have a hearing loss. And if you admit any of your family members into a hospital-type environment and they have any sort of a hearing loss, you need to let them know. And Scripps Hospital, oh, about 10 years ago or so, they did actually include my logo in their magnet program. It hasn't been implemented yet, but I'm working on that because we need to be able to see when somebody has a hearing loss so that we can evaluate that as another medical condition because it's just not addressed currently. It's a very huge project that I've undertaken, but I know out there that there are some retirees that are looking for something to do, and I would love to get their help. Even look up www.communication and fill out the, the page and contact me. Or even my email is info at herecommunication.com. So, Teresa, you are taking on quite the project for your retirement. And I'm sure that there are people out there who would love to help. So, thank you so much for telling us about your project. Thank you for coming on the show and talking about hearing loss and I'm just talking about it. Like I had no idea that everybody didn't think the same way that I did about the babies. Like, hello, your baby's going to lose their hearing if you sit there right in front of the speaker. But I didn't realize that that's because I grew up with a deaf mom. I, I didn't realize that people don't think about these things. No, they don't, unfortunately. Wow. Thank you. You have been a wonderful guest. We have your information out, info at herecommunication.com mm-hmm. and the website. Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we say goodbye? Oh, I just like to say keep on hearing and have a better life and better hearing. That really makes it right there. Use both your eyes and your ears to be able to to hear and try to keep those people connected. And if you have a young baby, make sure that they get their hearing tested. And if you have a child acting up, then that's one of the things you might want to check, whether they have a hearing loss or not. But thank you very much, Kathy. I've really enjoyed myself. It's been fun. Well, thank you. And to my listeners, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. I know. I told you. I told you this interview was going to be jam-packed. Now, I hope that you got as much value out of this as I did. And don't forget to download your freebie today by going to rockyourretirement.com slash hearing foods. Thanks for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. If you are rocking your retirement or know someone who would make a great guest on our show, please send us an email at podcast at rockyourretirement.com. Hi, this is Kathy. When I'm not hosting Rock Your Retirement, I'm helping people with their Medicare insurance. 
One of the times you need to check your Medicare insurance is when you've moved. To get my free guide, Five Things You Need to Know About Medicare When You Are Moving, just go to medicarequick.com slash move. And in the meantime, listen to these cool disclosures. Neither Medicare Quick nor its agents is connected with the federal Medicare program. Medical insurance licensed in the states of California, Florida, Nevada, and Texas, and Medicare Advantage and Prescription Drug Plan service areas vary. California Insurance License 0797566.